Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. For those who don't know, my name is Adam and I'll be your host. So for this episode, I want to go and discuss a movie that I saw recently. It's a movie about some former Hollywood icons, comedic icons to be exact. No, it's not the Three Stooges. No, it's not Abbott and Costello. And it definitely isn't Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. This one here is about Laurel and Hardy. That's right, the film is Stan and Ollie. Stan and Ollie is kind of a biopic, but yet it's not a biopic at the same time. Instead of actually focusing on their actual careers in the movie business, this chooses to dedicate its time to something that is not really all that well known, and that would be the later part of their careers. They're no longer bankable. Other comedians have come around, such as Abbott and Costello, and kind of did the same thing that Laurel and Hardy did many, many years before. So, since they weren't weren't making movies at this point, what were they doing? Well, they were struggling with their own friendship and doing stage shows. So, my discussion here on this movie may be a little bit on the bias side, because, for one... I absolutely love Laurel and Hardy. I think it is some of the funniest comedy to ever grace the silver screen and later grace our own television sets. It is some of the best physical humor, best examples of physical and ironic humor that I can absolutely think of. Um, There is a little bit of a slapsticky type of feel to their humor sometimes. But it never reaches Three Stooges-like levels. And for anybody that's familiar with either one of these, I think you would definitely uh, know where I'm coming from on that. One thing I do want to point out with this movie, um, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley do an absolutely fantastic job here. You will never second-guess their performances at all in this movie. It is genuine and... It's pretty fantastic that they were able to fully embody the actual real-life Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. I can't say enough about this. The prosthetic work on John C. Riley is fantastic. And Steve Coogan absolutely embodies Stan Laurel. It's pretty fantastic what both actors were able to achieve here. And I also like the fact, too, that we got a little bit of an insight into their friendship and how even though they kind of lost their way at one point, they still remained friends even when one betrayed the other. I'm not going to say too much about that because I would like you, the audience, to actually experience the film. So about this being the later part of Laurel and Hardy's life, it allows us to also see What happened next, uh, not a whole lot is known about this, and I actually read up on it, and apparently the movie is pretty factual as far as getting it right. This isn't a Bohemian Rhapsody where things are out of order or or sugar-coated or anything like that. It's not a Walk the Line, which was done in the same fashion. Uh, No, we actually have a somewhat factual movie And it's actually a really good movie. There are moments of serious comedy. There's moments of serious drama. 
I would say the probably the only thing I didn't like about the movie is that it doesn't break new ground and I would have liked to have seen a little bit more maybe some other scenes of some of their earlier life um, but instead we got the later end and it made for a very very compelling movie when I first saw the trailer I thought you know what this is Oscar bait but I don't get that at all I don't feel like it's Oscar bait at all it feels uh, it feels like a genuine good movie and not only that I mean I think John C. Riley would deserve a Oscar nomination here um, even Steve Coogan would deserve one it's it's a movie that probably deserved a little bit better even though I realize that Laurel and Hardy now are kind of obscure so one of the more interesting things in the movie is the dissection of their friendship I do like the fact that you see what happened of why one betrayed the other and it kind of makes sense I can see why the decision would be made it's probably just not a good decision to make uh, with somebody that you thought of as your friend or your acting co-worker. So I do realize that this movie is probably not for everybody, and that's okay. It's a movie for me, a fan, and it's also a movie for people that might like biopics. Um, I actually like biopics. We usually get a lot of musical um, biographies but this one here is up there with I would say the Three Stooges movie that came out a few years ago and by a few years ago I think it's probably about 20 years ago now but it was a made for TV movie on ABC and it was actually a really well done movie it allowed us to see the Three Stooges in, in a uh, different light and with this it allows us to see Laurel and Hardy in a different light Okay, so here it goes. Why do I like Laurel and Hardy so much? One of the reasons I like Laurel and Hardy so much is because of the fact Saturdays, uh, after cartoons and such, I would actually watch Laurel and Hardy. Uh, it was probably around noon on AMC, and they would show all their little shorts and stuff because that's what they were most known for, not feature films, but short films. We're talking about movies that may be 20 minutes long, and it was good. It was like a little TV episode or something, even though these originally played in movie theaters and, you know, on the big screen. But anyway, pretty much every Saturday I would watch them, and I would laugh like crazy. It was actually a really, really funny comedy duo, and probably my favorite uh, favorite on-screen comedians put it that way I don't know how to describe them I would say that they're far superior to Abbott and Costello uh, even though I realize that Abbott and Costello is pretty funny but they were pretty much doing the same thing that Laurel and Hardy did before as I mentioned earlier in the episode so so with me talking about Abbott and Costello that's actually one of my favorite things in the movie I will say that I enjoyed the part where Laurel is actually looking at a Abbott and Costello movie poster um, and he's trying to figure out why he can't get funding for this Robin Hood movie that he wrote. And well, 
because they were no longer popular. Abbott and Costello were the new comedy duo in town. And they were just uh, sadly brushed aside. One thing I do like in the movie, it does say a little bit of what happens after the movie. We get to see them go out pretty much on top, which I'm assuming would be their last performance. And it's great. The audience is cheering. And, you know, honestly, we as the viewer, we're cheering as well. Uh, What you do have is a little bit of stuff at the end of the movie. It tells you what came after. Well, Hardy died a few years after that last show. I believe it was a few years. And then it said that uh, Stan Laurel, who died in 1965, he continued writing Laurel and Hardy material even after his best friend and co-actor passed away. He never gave up on the dream. He never gave up on himself, and that there is pretty fantastic. Um, Even though it would never get made, he still continued to write material for Laurel and Hardy, even though, sadly, one half of them was no longer here. Also, when Hardy died, Laurel, he went into retirement. And I guess rightfully so, he felt that there was no actor to replace uh, Hardy, which is also something that is tackled in the movie as well. And it's done with uh, great care as far as tackling everything and all the story. And I really can't say enough about this movie. If you have a passing interest in maybe old Hollywood even, uh, this is actually a pretty good movie to see. I myself, it's probably one of my favorite movies that I would say that I saw for the year. But then again, the year just started, even though I believe um, in uh, over in England, I, I think this movie came out last year. I can't be sure, though, but I really think that it's a movie that uh, probably one of the best movies I've seen in a year, put it that way. And with that being said, I think that'll close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore FBGM. Also, give a listen to our podcast in our honest opinion. And good night.